Stairs, the podcast that'll take you deaf, brokered, blind. I'm Kelly Anakin. <laughs> and I'm Amy Schneider. That's less offensive in context. Okay. <laughs> and I, I will have to say, like, uh, if you're deaf, you're welcome, but you're not going to get much out of this podcast. I'm sorry. I think there's somewhere, you, I mean, you can get, like, transcriptions and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I, but there's got to be software. No, that's true. That Like, I, I do tend Listen. to forget how much, like, just in the last five years, speech to text has gotten yeah. so much better. And, like, deaf people were doing fine before that. Like, well, yeah. They have their own culture. No, I, I'm aware and we're, of that. And we're not part of it. No, I, I totally understand <laughs> that. I just. They don't need our bullshit. <laughs> the bullshit we need, though. Yes. <laughs> Is call the midwife. This is tell the midwife. Yeah. The show. <laughs> the part of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't ex- like we don't do like the sub verticals the way we used to. No. And I don't know if that's a good idea. Anyway, look, it doesn't matter. We're doing it the way we're doing it. <laughs> that's right. And you're going to like it. I can only handle one RSS feed right now. <laughs> yeah. It was hard enough just to get that. No, I know. Like it yeah. has been ridiculous. For just real. like getting ownership. Yeah. Of the thing that we own. Yeah. <laughs> in america capitalism (laughs) eats you this is where i tell amy all about call the midwife right because she has a job and i don't (laughs) yes it works out well (laughs) call them poplar should have been my welfare (laughs) (laughs) or my business yeah you know a christmas no i know what you mean yeah yeah. mankind should have been my well i guess business i don't know listen uh charles dickens if you're listening (laughs) whoa (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't call the midwife be crazy (laughs) on weed (laughs) it probably is (laughs) i don't think i ever watched it on weed yeah like i can't it's hard enough to watch it sober yeah i wonder if you're gonna have the episode where charles dickens cameos i've only ever watched doctor who i assume that happens in all british shows (laughs) you're correct (laughs) I think it was the one where that kid was going to go to college. Like that was like that was the version of it. Yeah, yeah. He wrote a poem. <laughs> All right, so we're in season six, episode one, or series six, episode one. Mm-hmm. It's raining. No, Tim is shaving. All right, Sister Boo. Mary. Good job. Yeah, Sister Mary. Cynthia is with a barrel. Not a barrel yes. with things in it, or barrel, the nickname for Princess Margaret oh. in the episode Barrel of the Crown. There's another kind of barrel? Yeah, you know, like a barrel? Wait. The name barrel. Right. B-E-R-Y-L, yeah. not barrel. Oh, I thought you said no no to both of those, and it was going to be a third. Well, no, I'm saying like it's not Princess Margaret. No, uh, well, It's right. not a barrel, and it's not uh. Princess Margaret. It is another third woman who's poor named Barrel. <laughs> Okay. Fuck you, Amy. It rhymes with peril. <laughs> Son of a bitch. In all caps, Harriet Walter, hey. aka Lady Shackleton. Oh my god. AKA the last thing she was in that we flipped our shit. Right, yeah. I was so excited. Yeah. I always forget she does she does a lot of TV. Yeah. yeah. She was on Luther. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And or she was definitely in Law and Order UK. Mm-hmm. Maybe she wasn't in Luther. I hated Luther. Let's I leave know. Luther out of this. <laughs> I hated that Charles Dickens episode of Luther. <laughs> <laughs> it's just totally unbelievable. <laughs> and he's a sociopath too. <laughs> How many do they got in that country? Yeah, because that show was so believable before that episode. <laughs> 
my chiropractor has like a life-size cardboard cutout of Idris Elba now. I don't know why, but I was just like, why is my boyfriend in here? I was like, is that your emotional support, Idris? I'm going to come here all the time. Because <laughs> it puts butts in the chiropractor chair. That's why it's there. Are uh, you laying on your stomach mainly? Well, I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Self-care, Amy. You're a woman now. I just do manicures. Oh, my God. There's so much more. <laughs> Get a facial. Live a little. I've got a mask now. <laughs> it's very nice. It's tingly. Ooh. Yeah. Harriet Walter. Yes. Is Sister Ursula. It's just so crazy to me because, like, Brits say Ursula. Yeah. And we say Ursula. Like, I don't know. <laughs> they say Ursula a lot. Well, we say it like that because we're always referring to the villain in The Little Mermaid. Yeah. But her eels say Ursula. Oh, do they? Yeah, they do. Flotsam and Jetsam. Oh, yeah. Incidentally, I'm now the owner of a set of Little Mermaid chopsticks from Japan. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm- take that, everyone who was ever mean to me. <laughs> I own a set of Beauty and the Beast themed socks that I got from Target. Oh, that's great. Yeah. What's on them? There's five different uh, <gasps> designs. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm wearing the Mrs. Potts ones right now. I was going to say, I hope that you got Mrs. Potts because <laughs> you love Mrs. Potts so much. I do so love much. Mrs. Potts. And Angela Lansbury. <laughs> Sister Monica Joan is watching TV and Harriet Walter turns it off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh-oh, like, what's this about? <laughs> and everyone's back from dumb Africa, except for Trixie. Boo! <laughs> she's the best one and like i yeah. should like because they said something mm. like you know where she's like you know dr angry i'm in charge until you're back in shape and i was like not for real though right she's coming back to poplar yeah anyway it's gonna be a while oh i know look sorry yeah look i'm trying no <laughs> i i tell it i don't call it <laughs> <laughs> So Sister Ursula calls them all in for luncheon. She says luncheon. (laughs) Everybody eat a sandwich. (laughs) She has a completely shit lunch laid out. So normally they have their hot meal at midday. Mm -hmm. And Patsy has a new haircut. Very important. Oh, good. It is basically the same. Like she's kind of still got it like up Mm -hmm. on top, but it's um, like a bob basically length. So it's very cute. Yeah. And... You know, Sister Julian's like, oh, well, we like eating a hot meal at one because we all have to work forever. Right. And that's good. And the phone calls, it's the uh, the mother house, you know, the yeah. elusive mother, <laughs> J. Sue Emanuel, has called. Right. And Sister, the board of shadowy figures. Sister Julian is demoted. What? And Sister Ursula runs shit now. What? So get used to fucking cold cuts, bitches. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's bad. That's, like, not, that's not cool. Um. I was not happy. I was, was like, is this forever? Like, What was she demoted for? Insolence? No. <laughs> Just they were like, oh, we want her to run this. Oh. Well, like, and we'll get into this, but it's like it's all supposed to like, she's supposed to be making Nanata's house run more efficiently. Yeah. And I'm like, was that a problem? Before? <laughs> like, this is Everybody... the first I'm hearing of it. Yeah. Weren't you at that funeral? Everybody seemed very pleased. Yeah. Also, if it's so inefficient, why did they all go to fucking Africa? Yeah. For a month. Yeah. Plus travel time, I assume. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but well enough is good enough. New. Oh, okay. I'm like, why did I say this? You know, I think Sister Julian's talking to her about like everything's always run well enough. And she's like, but is well enough good enough? And there's all these new rules Mm. and, you know, people don't like it. Nurse Cranky is at the clinic. Oh, right. So they have like a new like ticketed number system at Uh, the clinic every mm -hmm. day. And, you know, Sheila's like, but Sister Ursula. 
our methods have always worked well enough before. <laughs> and, you know, everybody's not happy about it, but right. they're all like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And um, Nurse Cranky's doing checks on this woman with a child who has like, he's got his eyeglasses on and like there's like, it's not quite a patch, but like one eye is oh, covered. Yeah, yeah, he has an astigmatism. And oh my god, listen, this kid is so fucking cute. Yeah. I loved him and this plot line is so fucking heartbreaking. Oh. I know I I don't know what you thought you came here for. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. But anyway, this kid, give him all of the baby Oscars because yeah. he's amazing. She's like, Oh, I'll help you, Mrs. Whoever, you know, get him, you know, in to see the eye doctor at mm-hmm. St. Cuthbert's, which is the hospital. Oh, yeah. So, because she's like, oh, you know, we can get him in today. And she's like, I have things to do today. <laughs> and I'm like, what's up with you? Yeah. Uh, her name is Trudy. Yeah. So she goes and her husband, Lester, has just gotten out of prison and is a boxer. And like, I think he's involved in the, the criminal underworld somehow because his boss has sent him a brand new car for getting oh. out of prison. And oh, so like okay. all his yeah. buddies are there and they're all excited. Okay. Yeah. Mickey is the name of the little boy. Mm-hmm. The cute boy that I love. Yeah. And he's just like not into the whole boxing thing. But Lester is like, no, you know, you're my son. You're going to box. And I'm like, right. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. And then we get a montage of Sister Ursula having the TV carted off. Um, oh, no. Yeah, I know. Look, <laughs> shit's going wrong. Oh, yeah. And Tom is shopping for engagement rings. And Barbara drinks a grasshopper. Oh. Uh, she normally doesn't drink, mm-hmm. but she says, Vicar's wives often drink a lot of sherry, so I better get into practice. And I'm like, only you could turn drinking into a chore. <laughs> <laughs> the official up your downstairs uh, policy is drink responsibly. Yeah. But also don't be a fucking idiot like Barbara. <laughs> Trudy's mom seems to run like a party. Like there's a like if you're gonna drink, drink for fun, not for like like homework. Yeah, or obligation. <laughs> yeah. So Trudy's mom runs like a party house or something. Like I mean, I I didn't realize up until a little bit later that Lester had gotten out of prison. Uh, so it's like his welcome oh, home party. Okay. So Nurse Cranky shows up to be like, here's this appointment for the eye doctor. And it is raucous. Yeah. And apparently like the boys got a bunch of raw rum and they need a stocking to like get all of the, like the carbon out of it. And I'm like, what, how do you make rum? <laughs> and so he's like, like Trudy's extremely pregnant. Mm. And so her husband is like very like weirdly like taking her stocking down, like in mm-hmm. front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Like it's very racy mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like Trudy is very happy about it. Well, I wouldn't imagine not. Yeah. So nurse cranky is like, I'm just gonna leave this here. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. So it looks like you're not looking for any nun services. <laughs> Well, she's not a nun, but oh, right. yeah. she knows what's up. Yeah. Barbara and Boring Vicar Tom. Oh, fuck. Why it... am I calling you Barbara now? Nurse Boring. <laughs> 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 what's happened to us, Kodos? <laughs> They're talking about her getting a ring, and like Boring Vicar Tom is obsessed with her getting a ring, even though he is broke AF. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, people need to see. And she's just like, I don't need anything fancy. She says she's not Zsa Gabor. And I'm like, I'll say. Zsa <laughs> <Shasha> Gaboring. <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah. 
the party ends and Lester wants to bone and Trudy does not and he assaults her. Yeah. Um he doesn't rape her but he like hurts her really badly. Uh-huh. And he then goes to find a prostitute. Uh Mickey has witnessed all of this yeah. and she tells him it's fine. Yeah. Oh god, and he's so cute. Yeah. Oh, he's just <sighs> <laughs> anyway, Cranky sorts out everybody's assignments according yeah. to the new rules. Uh, Sheila's pregnant. Great. Boo. Also, like, this whole time that she's pregnant, she's like, oh, I've gained so much weight. And I'm like, literally go fuck yourself. She's like, oh, I'm bursting out of my uniform. And I'm like, that uniform's got at least two more months in it. Yeah. You fucking fancy ass yeah. bitch. Also, th- this is what happens when you get pregnant. You're as well qualified as anyone in the world. Yeah, but but it's not even like she knows. But it's just like you like you're barely busting out of it. Oh, I'm, I'm, I like, see you've what you're barely saying. Barely yeah. gained any weight. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Trudy's asleep, and Lester like he comes home and he gets his gloves and he takes Mickey to the gym. Mm. I'm really glad you didn't watch this yeah. because you would have been really upset. Yeah, no, it's and. Anyway, Sister Ursula is like, oh, you know, we've taken the television where it's most needed. And I'm like, they paid for it with their own money. Yeah. Like, what is the matter with you? Yeah. Like, there's vows of obedience and then there's just being an asshole. (laughs) Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, so Trudy went to the gym to be like, don't put my sweet, gentle baby boy with an astigmatism in the ring. But he already did. And some other kid knocks him the fuck out. Yeah. And, you know, Lester's whole thing is like, you know, who loves you the most in the world? And Mickey's like, mom. And he's like, yeah, but who loves you next most? And like, Mickey just doesn't say anything. Yeah. Like, Mickey knows what's going on way better than his mom does. Right. Even. Right. And he's just like, it's me, your dad. And I'm like, yeah. I hate this. Yeah. So Trudy gets there and, you know, she's like, you know, you won't do this to him, blah, blah, blah. And they're at home and Lester puts out his cigarette three times on Trudy, mm. who is, again, very pregnant. Yeah. And it is fucked up. And her mom is firmly team Lester. Yeah. Her mom loves that dude. Yeah. She thinks he's great. And her mom, like, her mom's troubling. Yeah. Like, she's, like, always partying and, yeah. you know. So Sister Ursula talks to Sister Mary Cynthia about her life vows and is like, you're not working hard enough on becoming a nun and make sister mary cynthia fucking cry wow i didn't know how much i liked sister mary cynthia <laughs> until this happened yeah, i was like what yeah. the fuck? lester has locked trudy in her room and mickey is outside in the hall and trudy is telling him that it's a game <sighs> this is just like a really hard episode yeah um mm-hmm. She tells him that she's playing a game where, like, you know, his dad's a pirate and, you know, she's trapped in the pirate's dungeon. Mm-hmm. And Mickey's like, I don't believe you, but okay. Yeah. And so she gets him to bring her a big kitchen knife and she hacks her way out of that room with the knife. Yeah. And she takes Jesus. So she she goes to Nanata's house and I think mm-hmm. she's gone into labor at this point mm-hmm. and she can't, like, make it to the door. So she tells Mickey to go and bang on the door and ask for help. And he's so slight, like he can barely bang on the door and barely be heard. But Sister Julianne hears him. You know, he he gets her attention and she sees Trudy and they bring her inside and they take her into the like medical area that they have there. Mm-hmm. And Sister Ursula takes charge of Mickey and I hate her slightly less. Yeah. Because she's like, oh, you know, you've done very well, young man. Let's see if we can rustle up some chocolate biscuit, you know, and she's yeah, like, okay, yeah, yeah. cool. You can be appropriate. Yeah. The nuns are all wearing their sadness black wimples, oh. which is weird because I had only ever really seen them wear those before. 
I think at the funeral. Okay. But maybe I'm just, you know, cause usually it's just their little white, right. Right. The white wings. But, yeah. Like I can't think of when I've ever seen it, but yeah. um, anyway, so Trudy, when her water broke in the hallway, it was like this horrible green color. Mm. And so like they're delivering the baby who's covered in this horrible green mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, what kind of like, is she like in sepsis? But like yeah. the baby is fine. You know, they're trying to move her to the maternity hospital and mm-hmm. things like that. But she like, doesn't want to leave Mickey and you know, mm-hmm. she's kind of, she hasn't told them what's happened, but they've seen a cigarette burn. So yeah. they know something's up, but yeah. uh, it turns out the baby pooped. Ah, uh, okay. And so it was born in its first bowel movement. Yeah. It's a girl, by the way. Okay. Also, it's sure. not an it. It is a girl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Sister Ursula yells at Sister Julianne for taking in Trudy. Mm-hmm. And they disagree about what Ms. Sister Mary Cynthia needs. Because Sister Julianne's like, she needs like a really gentle approach. She was assaulted last year. Yeah. And she hasn't really had time to like process things because we've been so short staffed mm-hmm. sister Ursula is like, I'm in charge and sister Julianne goes for an angry walk, which is very unlike sister Julianne. Yeah. She's really, you know, and she's trying really hard to like get with the program. Right. Because you know, it wasn't her call yeah. and you know, she is a member of this order. Yeah. And yeah. She's supposed to be obedient. Yep. Awful Lester busts into the, like, you know, he just, he has all his legal rights. He can go into the maternity home mm-hmm. and he's looking mm-hmm. at his baby and they get in a fight and Trudy finally leaves. The Borings are blowing up balloons for Commonwealth Day, which uh, I didn't really think about what that was till the end when it happens. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> Sister Mary Cynthia goes to do the baby checks. Oh, fuck. So she goes to do the baby checks. Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah, Trudy went home and got the locks changed. Mm. And, you know, she's getting a lawyer. She wants a divorce. Mm -hmm. All this stuff. Lester tries to break in and Sister Mary Cynthia just has a panic attack and loses it. And I lost it. Yeah. It was extremely hard to watch. Yeah. And she goes home and like Fred sees she's very out of sorts and she Mm -hmm. like doesn't put her bike back carefully and just sort of like knocks everything over and Mm -hmm. she goes inside and she is just, you know she is having this horrible panic attack yeah. and it's terrible. Yeah. And, you know, sister Monica Joan brings chloral hydrate for her. And sister Monica Joan's sanity again is like, how big is the town of Springfield? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. You were losing it before. Like, <laughs> yeah. Now you're fine. But you know, cause sister Mary Cynthia is like hyperventilating and she's like, no, that's a sedative. And you know, sister Mary, uh, sister Monica Joan is like, and how many times have you given this to a mother? You know, this mm-hmm. is okay. You need mm-hmm. to take care of yourself. And Sister Julianne blames herself for Sister Mary Cynthia's condition. Right. This is when Sheila reveals her pregnancy to Sister Julianne. Nobody cares. I'm sure somebody does. Right. Trudy has tremendous troubles. She's she's talking with a lawyer, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's talking with a lawyer. So she's at her house and she's talking to the lawyer mm-hmm. about, you know, the case that she wants to make. And Nurse mm-hmm. Cranky is there and her mother is there providing the opposite of support because she's just like oh you know you're so lucky you're ungrateful yeah and it comes out that she had tried to kill herself years ago Mm. and the lawyer is like well the judge could use that as grounds saying you know you have mental instability Mm. he's like you know and your husband has a legal right to his kids he owns his house Mm -hmm. you know it's not great yeah and sister mary cranky is i'm sorry I'm all over the place. You are. Nurse Cranky is mm-hmm. is very 
angry about this whole situation but yeah. you know it was the early 60s yeah. and not much could be done yeah dr turner chats with sister mary cynthia who is losing her mind like oh this is horrible it's really well done but she says that her mind is flat like a chalkboard and it's covered in words but i can't read the words yeah. and she says to him do you think i might be ill and it's just fucking awful yeah and he's like yeah you know we're gonna you know don't worry we're gonna get you the best care it's gonna be fine Mm -hmm. patsy then gets a letter from hong kong what exactly that's precisely where they leave it and then cranky cranky has had such a bad day that cranky is the one making the the cocktail of the day so (laughs) she makes brandy alexander's and patsy comes in after reading her letter song what brandy alexander yeah it's a feist song oh yeah yeah i forget how it goes i i am not going to butcher it (laughs) (laughs) so patsy comes in and delia's sitting on her bed and she's very short with her and tells her to get off her bed because she wants to have a lie down and Mm -hmm. delia's like what happened (laughs) and trudy and the kids leave her mom was there i think cranky went to see her again but like basically her mom was supervising the new locksmith Mm. and trudy was just like i'm not staying here like this Mm -hmm. is ridiculous yeah dr t goes to talk to sister ursula to suggest a doctor for her for sister mary cynthia Mm -hmm. and he says that she can go to this i forget where it is but it's very near where her like family like her blood family lives Uh And Sister Ursula has already sent her to the mother house and says that the order of Raymond Ninatus is Sister Mary Cynthia's family now. Wow. Yeah. And Dr. Turner's like, because uh, like the clinician that he had picked out, he's like, they're very gentle. Mm-hmm. Like it's exactly the kind of treatment that she needs. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Trudy leaves her kids at the police station. Mm-hmm. And so Peter, Chummy's Peter. Again, Mm -hmm. chummy watch 2018, no chummy. (laughs) Um, And he's saying, you know, abandonment will get you like six months in jail. And they're all like, fucking fuck you, Peter. We know old timey people didn't know stuff. Yeah. And, you know, Patsy goes to apologize to Delia. Mm -hmm. It turns out Patsy's dad is very ill and has become paralyzed and wants her to come to Hong Kong Mm -hmm. and be with him. Right. You know, I I think the implication is that he is dying. Yeah. And she doesn't want to leave Delia. Mm -hmm. And Trudy is at. Oh, okay. So Trudy had said at some point that, you know, she used to go to this old rectory. It's like ruins and like think about stuff. Mm -hmm. So Cranky devises that that's where she's gone. So Mm -hmm. she goes to see her. And the Borings are on a boring bench and Nurse Boring dipped into her savings and just bought an engagement ring. And she's like, because like she didn't even want a ring. Right. But he's just like, oh, you know, Commonwealth Day is going to be our first event as a as a couple in public. And I'm like, why don't you deal with your life, sir? Yeah. Also, this on. is popular. You remember our first Commonwealth Day together. I do. It was the St. <laughs> Clement Festival. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I yeah. stepped on that Beck CD and I was sad for years. <laughs> Still sad. If I'm yeah. honest. <laughs> Sorry, Odelay. <laughs> and you know he's like barbara this isn't the way people do things and she's like well this is our way and i want to like support her but i hate her so right and okay and okay so commonwealth day is where people dress up as people from different parts of the commonwealth oh and oh (laughs) you can imagine that is troubling yeah 
so we, we find out in voiceover that Trudy is fine, which I find to be a little bit unbelievable. Right. Because I don't know that she had a great case. Yeah. Because like, oh, you know, she stayed in a women's hostel and then she got her divorce and she was rehoused, you know, somewhere far from London. Okay. And I'm like, in 1972? Yeah. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Like, and if this guy, like, didn't have a record of, like, endangering her and the kids. Right. So anyway. I don't know. What You know, I'm, I'm glad... I'm glad oh, yeah, sure. that they're fine. Yeah. But, okay, and then this did get me. I know I've been real, like, down on Sheila this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sister Mary Julianne... Oh, fuck. There's too many nuns. <laughs> Sister Julianne was like, oh, you know, you should tell Patrick. Because, you know, it was very early and oh, Sheila's okay. older yeah, 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 and she's yeah. concerned. So she's working on this picture and she had said to Angela, she's like, oh, do you want to help mommy with her picture? So she goes up to Patrick and she says, you know however many years ago you know you gave you gave me a picture from somebody else that was very special and so now i'm giving this to you so she's drawn a picture of a fetus and it says will you be my dad and it's like when you know he and tim basically proposed to her before Mm -hmm. we hated them both (laughs) right and it was like you know will you be my mom and i was just like oh my god it was so (laughs) cute so i cried so i don't think i cried until then which is funny because like i cried right i cried more in this recap than i did (laughs) actually watching it yeah well you know (sighs) hormones (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a delight okay so we're on episode two okay the opening montage is people grooming the 60s (laughs) there's a couple and they're both dwarfs so like we like we see them grooming and then we see that they're dwarfs okay pats gets another letter Sister Ursula continues to suck. Mm-hmm. And the dwarf couple comes to the clinic. They're the reeds, we okay. find out later. Sister Monica Joan is trying to swipe candy. So, like, you know, they have a very limited supply of biscuits and candy to give out now. They can't just be giving them out willy-nilly. Yeah. But Sister Ursula sees that this has happened. And she's like, Sister Monica Joan. <laughs> um, some girl's making bread. Her uggo husband is doing great at work. I'm sure that's the last we'll ever hear of that. <laughs> What's going to happen to that bread, though? (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) Dr. T and Pat's talk about Mrs. Reed. So Mrs. Reed is is the woman who has dwarfism, who is pregnant. Mm -hmm. And they don't have her notes from wherever she was before. And they're like, it seems like a dwarf having a baby is going to be challenging. Right. And Pat's just like doesn't want to read the letter that she has. Uh Um. Cranky goes upstairs to get Sister Nobody and sees Patsy and Delia like they're not even like, but it's just like, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. there are games afoot. Yeah. And so she sees that. And I'm honestly surprised nobody else has. Yeah. Because they're not that great at playing it right. cool. Yeah. And they live in this like, they're yeah. always together. Right. But, you know, at the same time, if you're not looking for lesbians. Yeah. You know, you won't necessarily find them. And I mean, people, you know, have like legit BFFs like that. Oh, yeah. So. Like us that time. <laughs> So there are, of course, possible complications with the Reed pregnancy. And, of course, they find out that her original doctor advised her to terminate the pregnancy Mm -hmm. because of the size of her pelvis. There's a lot of trouble. So she's definitely got to get a cesarean section. And, you know, basically, you know, Patsy's like, how how do we tell her that? And he's like, she already knows. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, like, you're all being really naive about this. Yeah, yeah. 
I thought that the woman playing the bread lady, whose name is Jessie, I thought she was that like strange looking woman from The Last Jedi. Oh, and then yeah. I thought maybe she was that strange looking woman from Ever After, but she's neither of those people. Um, she's a strange looking w- woman from Call the Midwife. <laughs> oh, the lady making bread was pregnant, by the way. Oh, well, just, you know I mean. What? You should just assume everyone's pregnant until proven otherwise. Right. You're pregnant and you're pregnant and you're pregnant. <laughs> So Jesse then gives birth to a boy, Bobby. All of the men down the docks are lining up for their smallpox, va- their s- smallpox vaccinations. <laughs> and Sheila distracts, what's his name? What's your name, buddy? Jesse's husband, George. It's just real hard for me for because like they have the same accent as George and Agnes Tower. And oh, Mr. Yeah. Selridge is like, George. <laughs> George. We're in a different show now, George. <laughs> Can I help Mr. in the care with the windows? Uh, am I smart in this one? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give it give it time, George. <laughs> Mrs. Reed won't like give up on her pregnancy. because so, like Patsy's gonna be like, hey, mm. so like we know all the things. Right. I just wanna like prepare you. Mm-hmm. And like Mrs. Reed goes off and she's like, I won't give up. You know, I'm not ending these. Pre- you know, but I'm like, but nobody even said that. But I yeah, also yeah. understand how if you've been in that situation and people are like, oh, don't do this. You're right. going to like preempt mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. anybody else is saying. Some dude named Arthur like collapses in the sugar warehouse and uh, George is there and he's like trying to help him. You know, and mm-hmm. Arthur's like, oh, I don't have the lungs for this anymore. Yeah. Sheila is walking past there because that was where she was giving the, the vaccinations. So Sheila barfs. I'm like, oh, oh there's something wrong. Yeah. Uh, but it's a total like fake out because then the fucking building explodes. What? Yeah. Wait. You're as surprised as I was. <laughs> and... So there's a bartender named Valerie Dyer. We have seen her because... Is there is there a nun walking away and not even looking back No, the there's not. I'm sorry. Aww. This show's not that cool. <laughs> like, I don't know what show you think this is. At least not, not that Sister Evangelina's dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Let's not dwell. No. So the, the woman who was, like, pulling drinks at the pub, like, George had kind of stopped and be like, oh, I'm going to have a, a son today. Yeah. And she was like, boy, howdy. <laughs> She wasn't. <laughs> anyway, so she's there with Sheila, and they're kind of like trying to see to the men and, and get water, but there's no clean water anywhere on the mm-hmm, docks. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no first aid kits, you know, nothing there. And Valerie Dyer was in Queen Alexandra's brigade mm. in the war, which I really liked because it was yeah. named after Queen Alexandra, sure. who I felt got a raw deal. <laughs> yeah. In life. She um, did. Anyway, she's very glamorous, and I hope that she's like hanging out for a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. Join the main cast. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you know, she's pretty and sassy and, like, capable and stuff. All right. So they get inside because they've been told that George and Arthur are unaccounted for. So they get inside. They got the full brunt of the explosion. Uh-huh. Arthur is dead and mm. George can't see anything. Wow. And, like, his whole face is just, like, it's not, like, obliterated, but, like, it is burned very, very badly. Yikes. I now feel bad for calling him an uggo. <laughs> and that rarely happens. <laughs> 
Sheila has like cut her hand or something like that in the process and Dr. T's fixing her up and she's telling him about the conditions at the docks and how terrible they are. They mm-hmm. did manage like Sheila had like a thermos filled with water. Okay. And they were able to like put that on, on George's eyes. Mm. Val is there with them mm-hmm. at Nanata's house and she's waxing nostalgic about seeing them when she was a little girl and they thought they brought the babies in their big black bags. Yeah. And you know saying you know she was a nurse and then she doesn't know what she wants to do now so she figured coming home was just as well Mm -hmm. and it's her aunt's pub and her aunt was sick so that's why she was there Uh you know pulling drinks dr t goes and jesse's got you know her new baby bobby (laughs) baby bobby (laughs) and he's like oh okay listen i got some bad news (laughs) and sister ursula is telling all of them at a meal like um okay so i've noticed that you all like do a lot for your patients Quit doing that. Yeah. She's like, we cannot create an expectation above what we can reliably, you know, we are to look at ourselves as resources. Right. And she says, in response to this, Sister Monica Jones says, now I am become death destroyer of worlds. And I'm like, <laughs> like, yes, but no. Yeah. And she says, you know, everybody has to work at Nanata's house. Everybody has to earn their place. And mm-hmm. they're all like. Wait, like, yeah, like, look, Sister Monica Joan can't do anything. Mm -hmm. So it's weird. And Patsy goes back to Mrs. Reed's apartment with a bunch of pamphlets. And Mrs. Reed is like, what's all this? And she's like, oh, you know, we like give these to all our expectant mothers. Mm -hmm. And she's like, but what about all of these risks? And Patsy's like, look, like you're excited about this. And assuming everything goes well, like this is, you know, this is what we would do. Mm -hmm. And so like, let's, you know, let's keep your joy and and see what happens. So it's really sweet. Mm -hmm. And um, Tim's already guessed that Sheila's pregnant. Yeah. Because he's like, your biscuit intake has skyrocketed. And I'm like, that's very rude. (laughs) That is very rude. My biscuit consumption is none of your never mind. (laughs) And, you know, he's like, what a jerk. He's like, you're pregnant and I don't want any other details. I'm like, they weren't going to give you any. Yeah. Shut your dirty little mouth. God, you're such an arsehole, Tim. (laughs) So nobody, what? I don't know what the fuck this even meant. Nobody <laughs> takes Jesse to George. He's mad. I mean, he's mad because he's blind. <laughs> That's a good reason to be mad. Um, they're you know they're not sure that he's permanently blind. Mm-hmm. He's very angry about the whole thing. Yeah, understandable. So Sheila and George have been called to testify before the coroner. There's an inquest into Arthur's mm-hmm. death. Mm-hmm. And Patsy opens another letter from Hong Kong. I guess it's the same one. Yeah. She's like avoiding it. And she's then like, nobody encourages Jesse. I don't know what the hell's going on with Jesse right here. (laughs) Like I know because it's like they want they want to like help her. But they're not supposed to help people anymore. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of like, what do we do? Yeah. You know, what would Jesus do? <laughs> would he listen to Sister Ursula? Probably not. Yeah. She's a real Pharisee. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, that was a onion thing I just saw this week where it was like, uh, you know, health insurance executives reveal key to profits, not paying for customers' medical care. Yeah. I'm like, that's... <laughs> yeah. What a time. <laughs> Sister Monica Jones sees Patsy maniacally cleaning everything Mm -hmm. and that's how i am now when i am distressed (laughs) yeah she's a good way to be and you know patsy basically looks very nice so i know right (laughs) people always are like oh it's so clean and i'm like yes (laughs) (laughs) it's because i'm crazy (laughs) (laughs) and then they leave (laughs) they're like not worth it (laughs) 
sister Monica Joan went through Pat's trash and found the letter uh, and is like, you need to go to Hong Kong and see your dad. Because remember, she grew up in a prisoner of war camp right. and her mom and her sister died. Her dad's all that's left. Yeah. And she's not wanting to like be there to like just watch him die. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, which is understandable. Yeah. Okay. Here's my first weep of the episode. Jesse visits George with baby Bobby. Mm-hmm. And um, I think... I think Sister Nobody takes her okay. against, like, official orders. Like, because mm-hmm. Nurse Cranky is abiding by, like, the letter of the law uh-huh. and being like, okay, don't go. Right. And Sister friend is like, I'm a go. And she's like, I can't hear anything anybody said. So it's <laughs> fine. So Jesse goes and she wants him to hold Bobby. And he's just like, you know, I don't want him to see me like this. And, you know, the whole thing. And I think this is when they have this talk. Which is where she says, I don't care that she'll take a deaf, broke, or blind. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Mm because, you know, he's just like, how can I, how can we have a life like this? Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't care. Like, and when she found out he was blind, she was like, I fell in love with those eyes. But she's just, she's moving forward Mm -hmm. much more quickly than he is. And he won't even hold Bobby. And Mm -hmm. it's this whole thing. That might also happen later. So I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Mrs. Reed attends, you know, a new mother's class and she's so excited to be the actress playing her is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. this is great. Her husband's kind of a cipher in the episode. He mm. just kind of shows up when husbands do. Right, right. But Sister Nobody has sort of seen, you know, that that Jesse and her mother are having difficulty making ends meet because the mom has arthritis and lives with them and mm. Jesse, you know, bakes bread, but right. that only brings in so much. I mean, and George was really, bre- like, he really, like, mm-hmm. was really pulling it down yeah. at the docks. And without his wage, you know, they're struggling. Yeah. So she's like, I'm going to put together, like, a little basket for them. And mm-hmm. Sister Julianne catches her. And she's like, I know we're not supposed to. And she's like, oh, I know where there's some, like, tea hidden. <laughs> yeah. So they're putting that together. And then Sister Sister Ursula comes in and yells at them and is like, yeah. you know, she has divined that Sister Nobody, you know, took Jesse to go see. Anyway, uh-huh. Uh-huh. they're still like, uh, fuck this. They go and get some extra vegetables from Fred and, you know, they and Sister Julian talks to Sister Monica Joan, who is like, when is Hitler leaving? <laughs> <laughs> And then the Reeds argue. So Mr. Reed is a clocksmith. Okay. Is that a thing? I don't know. He repairs clocks. Yeah. Like in Watchmen. Right. Watchmen. Get it? (laughs) Um. (laughs) Yes, we all get it. Anyway, so he's like fixing this clock because she wants him to finish uh, converting the pram. You know, they've got... Mm -hmm. They're buying all this stuff and he's like, why should I even do this? Like, you know, we might be just setting ourselves up for disappointment and I don't want you to be hurt or sad or anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, you know, they, they argue a bit, Oh God. And she's so cute. Cause she's saying all these things about, you know, Oh, I went to this class today and I wonder if they'd all come over for a coffee morning or if they'd feel, you know, yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, you have your coffee morning, girl. <laughs> I want you to do it. <laughs> uh, Sheila's afraid to testify. And like, at first I thought she was afraid because like, they might blame her mm. for Arthur's death. And I was like, oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. He was like dead when they got there. Right. And, um, you know, Dr. T is just like, just go. And I'm like, yeah, this subplot is boring. Yeah. It becomes, I'm bored. It becomes less boring later because Val Dyer is there. Uh-huh. Um, the following morning, though, Mrs. Reed comes out into her living room and her husband has finished the pram. So she's uh, very pleased. Yes. And, you know, she's just so excited. And her water breaks. Oh, <gasps> no. 
Val and Sheila chat outside of the coroner's inquest. Mm-hmm. And I really, please make Val a main character. It would make me so happy. I love her. Val is in Val. <laughs> they soul bond. <laughs> so Mrs. Reed is in the hospital. And all I wrote was in all caps, UGG residence. Because, uh-huh. you know, they're, you know, it's very fascinating to see this. Yeah. Fucking, like, I know that it's good that we have doctors. But, right. like, could you try to be less awful? Because I saw my youngest brother be born. Mm-hmm. And I was in there. And, you know, yeah. there's her doctor and then this other doctor with all these fucking children. Yeah. Just like, and I'm like, that's my mom. Yeah. Like, leave us alone. I know. So Sheila convinces George to testify. He's been called, but he doesn't want to go because he's Mm. embarrassed about how he looks. Yeah. And, you know, he's also probably still got PTSD. Yeah. um, Which they did not have as, you know, maybe shell shock. I don't know if they, but, you know, it's like, you didn't get this in World War I. It was World War Docs. (laughs) Patsy manages. So Patsy is not supposed to. go see mrs reed but she's like i'm gonna go fucking see her because mm-hmm. you know i i have gone with her on this journey right right yeah, and yeah. she needs to know that she has my support mm-hmm. so luckily delia works on that ward and like she's gotten in like just under the wire uh, to yeah. be like hey i know you yeah <laughs> and so that's very sweet and then you know there's some sort of speechifying that Patsy's like, oh, okay, I'll like call Hong Kong and quit ignoring my problems. So yeah. she goes back to Nanata's house and she calls Hong Kong and and then when she comes out, Sister Ursula is like, I heard you took Mrs. Reed, blah, 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 blah. and Patsy pops off on her and it's so great because she's yeah. like, your wages will be docked. I warned you there would be professional consequences. So Patsy pulls money out of her pocket and she says, consider this a refund. And she's like, I'm quitting. My father is dying. I'm going to Hong Kong. Fuck you. Oh, dude. She doesn't actually say fuck well, you, no. but it is very much implied. <laughs> and Sister Ursula's like, oh. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> so it's like, finally, yeah. somebody said what everybody else is thinking. Yeah. So outside, Pat and Delia are having a sad, um, also. Because they're like, you know, how am I going to leave you? And I'm like, remember when she had a catastrophic brain injury and she didn't remember who you were? Yeah. You're just going to Hong Kong till your dad is dead. <laughs> right. That's not the same thing. It's not. Like, I get that you're sad, but right. like also just be like, hey, remember when you got hit by that bus? <laughs> like, this is not as bad as that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's like a mass delusion and that never <laughs> happened. <laughs> Like season two of Friday Night Lights. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. <laughs> Writer's strike. Um, so, you know, they're all at the coroner's inquest and they're like, oh, you know, we'll hold for a few more minutes. You know, but if, if George isn't here, blah, 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 blah. And of course yeah. he gets there in a wheelchair and he insists on walking in, mm-hmm. you know, on his own power. Oh, and so he, you know, makes quite the impression. Mm. We've gotten have gotten throughout this, like, that his sense of smell is heightened. Mm. You know, okay. he's just commenting, like, I think Sheila was giving him tea. And he's like, oh, it's like I could smell every leaf. Mm. And he, like, recognizes Jesse's perfume. Anyway, okay. so he's understanding that life isn't over sure, or something. something like that, yeah. Anyway, um, they do take off his bandages and he is permanently blind which didn't surprise me although he did say earlier like if it hadn't been for the clean water they'd put on his eyes like he Mm -hmm. would have been much worse off Mm -hmm. than he was yeah pats is leaving 
and up in her room and i did cry here because she and delia are just very very upset about leaving each other yeah and you know they're about to make out and fred comes and he's like i am here for your bag (laughs) (laughs) and it's just they play it really because they're like you know they're so like their body language is like "Ah!" (laughs) yeah so pants is leaving and you know she can't really say her proper goodbye to delia because anybody could walk in but like she goes up she's like goodbye old thing and they're both being very stiff upper lip and yeah yeah i think i cried yeah so cranky i don't know if we get a shot of her like being like right <laughs> cranky knows what's up <laughs> cranky's hip cranky's with it cranky's considering pantyhose uh- <laughs> So she is still learning Spanish. You know, she's practicing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I guess they can't get Mr. Mason in for any more guest shots. (laughs) And she sees Delia and she quotes her a poem. And you know that I hate poems. I do know that. But this poem's okay. (laughs) So she's like, there's this poet. And, you know, he writes in Spanish. And I have Mm -hmm. an English translation. And it's one of the... No, this is just her saying, the pain it costs to love, I believe it is always worth it. And I got very crying. <laughs> I was like, I will believe you when I was cranky. Why are you my favorite character now? This is crazy. But, you know, basically she's like, hey. She's like, hey. Yeah. I know you're gay. <laughs> like, I'm not gay, but you are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Penny's baby is fine. I don't know why I didn't write that down <laughs> anywhere. Right. <laughs> Oh, uh, great. <laughs> yeah, she's great. You know, her her uh, daughter was born very healthy. She's a um, just like a regular sized baby. Mm-hmm. And she has all of this concern and worry. Yeah. That's when Patsy talked to her because she was saying that, you know, she grew up in a prisoner of war camp. Right. And the only thing she was afraid of was like losing her mother. And she did lose her mother. But mm-hmm. she's like, you know, a child's love for their parent. She's like, your daughter's never going to care. Right that you are different yeah um yeah. because you're gonna be her mom yeah and that uh, shockingly did not make me cry <laughs> um but penny has her coffee morning all the moms are there all of them they're all there there's gotta be at least 14 people in there it's a giant success there's prams and babies all over it made me so happy yeah and Delia is reading the poem book and she has a sad, but it's okay. <laughs> you don't have a catastrophic brain injury anymore. <laughs> okay. Now for episode three. <laughs> Nurse Boring goes to Chinatown, which is exciting. We've never been to Chinatown. No, we never have. We did have, um, shoot, I can't remember his name, but in the, the typhus, typhoid. Yeah. I just listened to an episode of Lore that was like mentioning <laughs> both of those things. Whichever the one that's the bacterial infection, that you can just be a carrier. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, we see Sister Julian talking to a Mr. Chen who works at Wang's Chinese Laundry. Okay. Who apparently does, you know, Nanata's house laundry oh. and always has. Great. But he's seeing at, I guess, the, the maternity home, you know, a family, you know, seeing a new baby. And Sister Julian is like, oh, it'll be your turn soon enough, Mr. Chen. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's very cute. His name yeah. is Cyril. Okay. And she... <laughs> Sheila's literally busting her buttons. Again, I'm super skeptical. <laughs> and Sister Ursula. Are fine. Sister Ursula surprises Dr. Turner, whose face falls like a souffle <laughs> when you bang the door closed. Yeah. And he's like, Hi, I'm going to a meeting. And she's like, Yes, I've decided to invite myself along. 
And he's like, and you want a ride? And she's like, thank you. <laughs> Mrs. Chen, whose first name is Lucy, she is half Chinese and she grew up in Liverpool, mm. but she didn't know her Chinese dad. So mm-hmm. she only speaks a very little Mandarin mm-hmm. and she's living you know, with her husband and her mother-in-law. And her mother-in-law wants her to do things the Chinese way. So she'll have mm-hmm. like a period of confinement after the birth mm-hmm. and, you know, her mother-in-law will take care of her and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Sheila bought a baby bonnet and, you know, she feels very... Sheila nerve- bought a baby bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila bought a baby Bobby. <laughs> now I'm going to start singing company. So it's best to move on. Yes. Bobby baby. <gasps> And, you know, Sister Julian is like, you know, you should be preparing. But, you know, Sheila's nervous because, you know, she has not had a great track record with getting and remaining pregnant. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's older. And, you know, they've seen a lot of shit. (laughs) (laughs) And Dr. T comes back in and is like, "Uh, so the meeting I went to, they want to shut down all the small maternity homes and absorb them into hospitals. Mm -hmm. And Sister Ursula agrees. Yeah. So everybody's mad. And he comes to Nanata's house and he's like, here's a plan of action. You know, we're going to put together all the data. Mm-hmm. We're going to really, you know, spruce it up and, and, you know, have all of this stuff to, to present. Yeah. Sister Ursula is a real biznatch about it. Right. Um, Somebody invent PowerPoint. Stat. Yeah. Anyway, then she's writing a letter. I forget to who or why. <laughs> Sister Ursula is limiting all visits. So all home visits to 20 minutes so that they can each do like three additional patients a day mm-hmm. and they're all like we need more time and nurse cranky keeps coming back to this point where she's like yeah 20 minutes is enough to do mother and child checks in a hospital mm-hmm. but it's like when you're doing these visits at home like you have to consider the environment mm-hmm. you know you're in their home and right. there's a lot of stuff going on and like their whole their mission up until this point until sister ursula came in is just like do whatever is best for our patients Mm -hmm. and you know they're all very upset about this but sister ursula's got crazy eyes (laughs) like there's more to this story (laughs) than her just being unpleasant yeah like i'm like what is your deal yeah mrs chen's ma and i love because she's did a good bedside manner kill your parents like what's you know kind of oh all right so mrs chen this gets very okay there's ma chen and then mrs chen because they're both mrs chen right so cyril's mom uh is called ma by uh mrs chen okay and she's liverpudlian and so is boring apparently no but i'm like you know she's posh how can you even tell (laughs) but you know she calls her ma i can't even i can't do it right yeah yeah yeah. it's very hard yeah ma ma core (laughs) (laughs) so She's very weird, and I really want to like this performance, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, so clearly a person, like, pretending to be an immigrant and, Mm -hmm. like, not quite getting it right. Yeah. You know, because, you know, the idea is that she came over from China. Right, right. And it's, you know, it's, like, sensitively done, but it's just, like, I don't feel like the actress was up to it. Mm -hmm. It just feels very, like, put on. Mm Mm-hmm. Lucy has found this picture of Cyril when he was a kid and there's a lock of hair in it. And she's like, oh, look at this lock of hair. And, you know, ma, (laughs) she goes crazy and is like, give me that. Don't touch that. And I'm like, well, there's no, we'll probably never hear about that again. But I think it's like the way that she's behaving. I'm like, maybe you like lost a child because she's being like weird and possessive. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know why I know this. Yeah. I don't know people. Yeah. You know, but, uh. Cranky expresses her concerns about Sister Ursula to Sister Julianne. And I think this is where we find out 
the last place that Sister Ursula was at was shut down for like mm-hmm. inefficiency. So mm-hmm. she's like overcorrecting uh-huh. for Nanata's house. And okay. I don't, again, I don't know why Mother Jesu Emmanuel like put her there. Well, or like, you know, yeah. narrative economy. Yeah. Hello, narrative economy, my old friend. <laughs> so then we get a, a 20 minute wacky montage Uh-oh. or a wacky montage of the new 20 minute limits. Oh, and everybody's, okay. you know, Nurse Cranky's eating a sandwich on the go. <laughs> and, you know, people are like juggling babies. And <laughs> it's just, you know, wacky. Yeah. So Boring gets to the Chen residence and, you know, she's only got 20 minutes, but Lucy has made Toad in the Hole because. Meh. Meh. <laughs> Core. <laughs> she is always complaining that she can't cook Chinese food correctly. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine living with your mother-in-law? No. No. It sounds awful. It sounds... And my mom did it, which explains a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, but it's yeah. just like... Ah! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, that's why I like my grandmother way more than my mom did. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> and... It's a little weird here because, anyway, Mrs. Chen is very, like, there's a comical moment where, you know, Lucy's like, it's Toad in the Hole. And she's like, Toad? (laughs) (laughs) Which, to be fair, you had that coming, England. Yeah. (laughs) And up until now, they've been like, you know, speaks Mandarin. But here it just says, speaks own language. (laughs) I'm like, okay. Did Did somebody get fired? (laughs) And... At a meal, the sisters are discussing Sister Monica Joan, who has disappeared. No, she, she keeps... wasn't. She was literally speaking her own language. She invented it. No one else <laughs> well, can understand. Look, Cyril it. understood it, so I don't know what to tell <laughs> well, you. All right. Sister Monica Joan keeps like wandering off. They're all having their tea, mm-hmm. and Sister Ursula says something about like, "Oh, you know, perhaps it's just time for Sister Monica Joan to enter her retirement at the mother house." And I'm like, "We've been saying that." <laughs> Don't make us the bad guys now. Yeah, for real. And then she's talking about, you know, nobody's tardiness. Mm-hmm. And somebody says, it's not like Sister Monica Joan to miss a chance at a Bakewell tart. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, my life should just revolve around baked goods. That yeah. would be that would be a thing. Sounds pretty tasty. So we see Sister Monica Joan wandering, where, you know, wherever the hell she's going. And... Violet's first jam is happening, which mm-hmm. is not to be confused with Jelly's last jam. <laughs> I think also speaking of Nell Carter, maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know. I just assume Nell Carter's been in every, like, you know, traditionally African American Broadway mm-hmm. musical. Yeah. God, I miss you, Nell Carter. <laughs> I can't remember when we said that. That might have been on a different episode. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I'll fix it in post. <laughs> or I won't. That's true. Nobody's there and Boring Vicar Tom has showed up. I'm uh-huh. sorry. Nobody is there. Boring is there. Right. Fuck. I fucked this up. Okay. Boring was the one with the Chens and she's the one who was late for tea. Oh, uh, okay. But nobody and Cranky are like outside talking to Boring. Yeah. Well, using nobody as a personal name, really, it's like a riddle. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like that play we saw, that Tom Payne based on oh, nothing. Yeah. Where I was like, what the hell? <laughs> 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 Toad? (laughs) Perhaps it is you who are the toad. You're welcome, Phantom of the Opera people. Nothing happens in Phantom of the Opera. I still can't get over it. Okay. Look, it's not about you. No, it really isn't. (laughs) It's about the music of the night. So anyway, Cranky is like, yeah, they want to make out. Mm. I mean... Sister nobody just like just doesn't even so anyway, but they go and you know and just Tom's like ah? Ah, it's awful. Yeah. No more. Yeah. Boo. 
Mrs. Chen goes into labor and like things aren't going well and there's yeah. like chaos at the maternity home. Right. I forget why there's chaos at the maternity home. Just like nobody's there. Like there's yeah. only only Sheila is there. Mm. So baby Chen is born fine. Okay. And she goes all wistful and weird when the baby is born. So mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll never hear about that again. <laughs> and sisters Nobody and Julienne discuss sister Monica Joan. Yeah. And they're concerned that she's having another like dementia you know right. psychic break and uh dr turner's like hey we're real short-handed in the maternity home we're trying to convince them not to shut it down i know you want to shut it down mm-hmm. but you know could you help us and she's like well there's only me so she goes out on rounds Whoa. <laughs> she could barely ride a bike <laughs> and then ma chen continues weird okay <laughs> Well, she's like she's like refusing to let Lucy open a window when she's just too hot. She's keeping the fire up when it's June. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like making her eat this weird fish soup. And like uh-huh. just Lucy has a terrible headache. And yeah. it's just not going well. Yeah. The Turners are bugging. <laughs> oh, about their inspection. So this guy is oh, coming yeah, to yeah, inspect yeah. the maternity home and yeah, either recommend yeah. it for closure or not. Right. And so they're both freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. Nurse Boring checks on Lucy and Lynn. And, you know, Lucy's, like, complaining to her. And because there's only 20-minute checks, she can't check the baby. And, like, Lynn, the baby, has just been – has just fallen asleep after, Mm -hmm. like, not sleeping for a really long time. She's like, okay, it's fine. So she goes. Um, Again, never going to hear about that again. Great. Um, All the maternity ward women are like, you know, hi, Sheila, we know you're knocked up. Great. (laughs) They're like, ah, with you being in the family, why? Like, there is – Mrs. Collier is just, like (laughs) – she's – she is – trying to work the room and it does not really like people are like quit quit stop it why are you loud (laughs) lucy like finally like yells at ma and is like just leave us alone like she's holding the baby and Mm -hmm. she's like that's my baby it's not your baby Mm -hmm. like give her to me i don't want you to have her Mm -hmm. and that is emotional did i cry no i didn't cry (laughs) colin greenwood arrives to inspect the maternity home (laughs) wait from radiohead yeah (laughs) Uh, it is a, a Greenwood, so oh, I assume okay. it was Colin. I yeah. don't even know what he looks like. You know? Yeah, Johnny's busy out, you know, getting Oscar nominations. Yeah. <laughs> Did he score Phantom Thread? Yeah. Have you seen Phantom Thread? I have not. Hmm. I didn't know it was P.T. Anderson. Oh, and I yeah, was like, oh, yeah. I guess I, you know, I'd probably like that. Yeah. Dr. T is all sweaty. Not literally, but he's Arms all... Arms are weak. Mom's he... spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> This really is his eight mile moment. <laughs> but, you know, he's being very, like, overly solicitous of this guy. He's yeah. like, here, look at this data. And he's like, I can write my own report, Dr. Turner. Mm. No one laughs at Mrs. Collier's joke. I forget. Oh, she, you know, because, you know, she's like, yeah, it's better than my home. My old man's not here. Eh, eh. Husband's like, he's a terrible. And they're all kind of like, we like art. Like, we're just, you know. We find out there's only four beds at the maternity home. Oh. And colin greenwood is like yeah so you put in all this effort for fucking four beds like you know this could just be absorbed into a hospital in a blink and i'm yeah. like you know what low though i am to agree with sister <laughs> yeah. ursula like this dude has a great point yeah like i know that you all like it right and the people all like, but anyway yeah. i mean we like it at home but <laughs> lynn isn't moving lucy runs downstairs because her mm-hmm. her like after they had the fight ma chen was like i go to work yeah and i'm like i don't i don't think you talk like that right. like i don't know you know yeah they're trying yeah it's a hard it's a hard line to to right straddle and so ma grabs lynn and runs 
away. And so Lucy is like running after her, which you're definitely not supposed to do right, like, right after, you know, yeah. having a baby. Colin Greenwood is like, fuck this place. But then Ma and baby Lynn come barreling in and Lucy comes in, you know, shortly after them and just barfs. Yeah. And Dr. Turner and Sheila are like examining the baby. They're like, don't do that. Something will explode. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you see the last episode? <laughs> and uh, they examine Lynn and they're like, oh, this is carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh. Yeah. And because they're like, do you have gas fixtures? And she's like, yeah. And like, we've been running the fire like 24 seven. Yeah. So Sheila throughout all of this keeps having some like tummy weirdness. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. As listen, I've given you a lot of shit, Sheila, but I want you to have this baby. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Nurse Boring is sad about... I mean, she's the one I like most out of that family. That's true. So Nurse Boring is very sad. And I do feel for her here because she didn't have time to check yeah. the baby. And, yeah. you know, the mother was begging her yeah. not to wake the baby up because yeah. she was so tired and you mm-hmm. know had a headache and stuff. Also, I just wrote, God, their hats are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was true. Dr. T is, you know, making his case to Colin Greenwood and Sheila goes to the bathroom and she's bleeding. Uh, So she calls Nurse Cranky because she doesn't want to interrupt Patrick's like, you know, his big inspection. And Cranky's like, you know, I'll drive you to the hospital and gets there. And then Trixie's back. Like Nurse Cranky opens the door and Trixie's like, oh, that's clever. (laughs) (laughs) And Nurse Cranky's like, gotta go. And Trixie comes in and she's like, Sister Julianne. What have you done with your office? Like, it's like nobody's around. Right. She's just like, I go to Africa for three months. And Lucy and Cyril have a sad because, because so basically, yeah. if the baby wakes up, she'll be fine. Mm-hmm. If she doesn't wake up, she ain't gonna wake up. Right. And Ma Chen is in, you know, the, the in, you know, what passes for an intensive care mm-hmm. unit and mm-hmm. is just staring at her in this little incubator. Yeah. And Cranky takes over the inspection and tour so that Dr. T and Sheila can hit St. Cuthbert's because, you know, Dr. Turner's like, no, I'm going, you know, Mm -hmm, it's all mm -hmm. fine. And, you know, basically Colin Greenwood gives her, he's like, you know, I'm not going to recommend you for immediate, for immediate closure, but like places like this are on the way out. Like this is not going to be sustainable. Yeah. Uh, Things don't look great for Sheila. And it's funny because whoever the, the physician is, Patrick calls him Mr. Something. And that was the case when Mrs. Reed delivered her baby. It was delivered by a Mr. Hmm. And not a doctor. So oh, I don't know what oh, that's about. Yeah. So anyway, he says basically like even with complete bed rest, you know, it's a geriatric pe- pregnancy. Right. And this has already happened. Like, yeah. And, you know, they were already kind of like trying to figure out how to take the strain off of Sheila. Yeah. And that was sort of how uh, Dr. Turner got sister ursula to go out on rounds because right. he's like you know yeah like from a clinical perspective you know it's not good for her to be under strain mm-hmm. and ma then explains to lucy that when they fled the japanese during the war she was very pregnant mm-hmm. this is where i cried and i will cry again okay she they were they were running away in the rain and she gave birth to her baby on the side of the road and just you know some other refugee woman helped mm-hmm. her deliver the baby mm-hmm. and it was so cold and she put her daughter under her shirt to keep her warm, but it was raining and it was just cold and the baby kept getting colder and colder and then she died. Yeah. And, you know, they said that she had to bury her there, but she bit off some of her hair with her teeth because she had so much black hair, so much beautiful black hair. 
And, um, you know, Oy. I know. Goodness. You're not even laughing maniacally at me. <laughs> I know. And, you know, she said that all she wanted with her granddaughter was to keep baby safe and warm. So, you know, anyway, yeah. it was horrible. Yeah. And, you know, there, you know. Yeah. And even if she hadn't, you know, if it's a carbon monoxide leak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered if she kept, you know. Right, right. This is not her fault, even though she feels <laughs> right, like she's blaming right. herself. Anyway, uh, Nurse Boring gets back to Nanata's house and finds Trixie, who's like, what the shit is going on? <laughs> yeah. You and, know, we've got telephones in South Africa. You could have let me know. Right? Because like, everybody comes back like they didn't know Sister Ursula was going to be there. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Sister Ursula gets back and Nurse Cranky is like, you know, I need a moment of your time. And she says, you know, baby Chen may die mm-hmm. um, because, you know, Nurse Boring didn't have enough time to complete her examinations. Yeah. And she's just like, I don't want her to be punished for this mm-hmm. because it wasn't her fault. And, you know... Sister Ursula feels very bad and she comes upstairs and apologizes mm-hmm. to Nurse Boring. Yeah. And uh, Sister Monica Joan breaks out again. <laughs> and I wrote, <laughs> she's scamming television somewhere. <laughs> so Sister Ursula gave it to like the, the, the men, the seamen's mission. Okay. Yes. Hilarious. Uh, right. But like, they all, you know, it's got like a no women allowed. <laughs> but it's weird, you know, men who are docked in town and don't uh-huh. want a whore. Right, right. You know, yeah. they can go be men of God and watch TV. So uh, they have see, the TV. Yes. So they set her up with a bench outside so she can watch Steptoe and Son, which was the inspiration for Stanford and Son. Uh-huh. So Sister Julian has followed her this time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what on earth are you doing? <laughs> and Sister Monica Joan is just like not responding. Yeah. She's like, TV. <laughs> TV. <laughs> and she just like, all she says is, oh, Mr. Steptoe is very old. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, you're not young. <laughs> anyway, also everyone hates Sister Ursula. Well. Oh, okay, okay, okay. There is a, there's a section here where, okay, I see. Okay. I didn't okay. write this down correctly. So they're all kind of having like a welcome back Trixie tea and Sister Julianne. Is such a good person because because yeah. every like literally everybody in the house except for Trixie, apart from you know Sister Julianne's office being jacked up, like has a reason to be pissed uh-huh. at Sister Ursula. Uh-huh. Oh no, yeah, okay. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> Trixie does have a reason that she's mad at her, oh, but okay. like we're not there yet. But Sister Julianne just weakly is like, oh, I should go and you know tell Sister Julianne to join us, and everybody's like. We're not going to say no, so we're just not going to say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and somebody's like, oh, Sister Ursula has put herself on like a penance fast. And, Mm -hmm, you know, she's mm -hmm. being ridiculous. Yeah. So Sister Julianne goes upstairs or, you know, wherever. I don't don't understand what the layout of Renata's house is at all. Yeah. But so she goes and she's like, you know, may I pray with you? And Sister Ursula says, you know, I failed in my last mission. And, you know, today, because of the vanity that I had that I would not fail in a new mission, Mm. uh, a child could die. Right. And, um, you know, she says, I failed my mission and I failed God. And I was like, girl, you can't fail God. (laughs) If you fuck up, it's his fault. (laughs) (laughs) He wanted you to fail. (laughs) But anyway, but just Sister Julianne is such a good person. 
Yeah. Because she's like, look, you know, I knew sort of what you were doing and you know sister ursula's like i'm gonna go back to the mother house this is your mission mm-hmm. i never should have usurped it like the the things that you do here you do for a reason and mm-hmm. everybody is passionate about it and then the chens are watching the baby mm-hmm. with ma chen mm-hmm. and you know they keep thinking that she's moved and she hasn't mm-hmm. but then ma chen is like she move and they're like ma you're crazy yeah and but she she did she wakes up and she's fine she's okay (laughs) sister julianne is like hey sister ursula that baby is okay and she's like yeah i'm still leaving though like yeah you know there'll always be another baby (laughs) and they had iced buns back at the mother house i guess this was after steptoe and son okay came back right and because sister monica joan was like iced buns (laughs) (laughs) and sister monica joan sees sister you know sister ursula is trying to like slink out yeah but she tells her that an excess of penitence is also vanity mm-hmm. and gives her an iced bun yeah it's very sweet yeah and nurse cranky is outside with her jalopy and she's like you know i'll give you a lift to the station and just i don't know everybody's very classy because yeah. they're like you know we yeah. didn't like you but we're not mad at you yeah it's just you tried to come in here you know she didn't know the territory <laughs> <laughs> Sister Julian gets her office back to normal and meets with Trixie. And Trixie's like, well, you know, I stopped by. She's like, have you seen Sister Mary Cynthia recently? Mm-hmm. And Sister Julian's like, no, but she's at the mother house. And she's like, well, I stopped at the mother house on my way here and stayed there overnight. And I asked about Sister Mary Cynthia because she was at least aware that she was right, there. Right. And she said that nobody would talk to her about her or tell her where she was. And she doesn't think that she's at the mother house. Dun, dun, dun. Right. What? I'm very concerned. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I feel like I just started liking her again. No. What happened? <laughs> we don't know. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> hey. It's a cliffhanger. <laughs> no. Well, no. Because, you know, I mean, Trixie and Sister Mary Cynthia have been best friends for a long time. And for mm-hmm. her to not be where she's supposed to be is very troubling. Yeah. Aw, it's like how I call you Amy. And now she calls her Sister Mary Cynthia because oh, that is her name. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just like Trixie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as pretty as her. (laughs) I can deliver a baby. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Yeah, so I think season six, I think, is off to a very strong start. Yeah, no, that all sounded good. They rectified some things. You know, I'm like, let us never speak of Africa. (laughs) Where's Chummy? (laughs) But again, and there was no Valerie Dyer in this episode, but I really hope that it's sort of like... You know, I mean, Patsy's gone. They need somebody. Yeah. They need a person. Yeah. Even just to work at the clinic. So right. Yeah. She's so glamorous. <laughs> yeah. So that is it. And okay. uh, I'm looking forward to the next couple of episodes and I'm um, telling you about them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to not watching them and then hearing about them. Well, until then. <laughs> up, up yours, yours downstairs. downstairs.